Yes, that's right. It's Wednesday, February 9th, 2022, and we just finished watching the sixth episode of Big Brother Celebrity uh, 3. Um, we uh, we took Monday off. We took uh, episode five off. No, you're not missing a podcast. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting as we are covering not just tonight's episode, episode six, but also uh, episode five, uh, which saw the eviction of Mirai on Monday night um you know over chris Catan, and uh and we're gonna we're gonna catch up on that uh jameel robinson expected to join us shortly uh as well uh but uh we are streaming live on facebook youtube uh and twitch or you might be listening to us on the audio version jeff how are you doing tonight i'm as intrigued as chris Catan was during that take off your clothes on the ski lift competition oh i'm a little confused with what's going on <laughs> he's a little confused okay chris Catan. Chris Kattad, uh, what do we say about this man? Uh, Jeff, I took him first overall in the draft. I can't say that I, I would have to say I'm starting to regret that. Um, uh, but not your best I, pick. Not my best pick. Maybe not worthy of a first pick, but he's maybe like he, like who's going to take him out? Who wants to really prioritize evicting Chris Kattad over a lot of these other threats, right? So, uh, you, he, I could see him maybe winning by accident, and I somehow win this draft still. So I don't, yeah, you know, but yeah, because right. he's a threat to nobody, and you know, nobody's gonna get an HOH and go, you know, who I need to get out the guy who likes cake and doesn't care about competitions at all. He got a max time, which means they're not telling us the actual, I don't know what the max was, but it had to be longer than 72 minutes. I was like, why is there a max? Was it like three days? Was it a ridiculous number that like <laughs> just couldn't even be processed on screen? I don't it understand. Just, it was just 60 times speed the entire yeah. time. He literally got undressed off of the ski lift. <laughs> now, to be fair, most of the celebrities I don't think did very well uh, at no. this competition tonight, uh, with the exception of Misha and Todrick. And uh, there was maybe one other that, oh, and Carson had a pretty decent showing on it as well uh but aside from those three and shanna was like next best but even her time was kind of like not great and to watch this compared to like you know just regular big brother yeah. players who have done this competition before uh yeah not really bringing it no i felt bad for maybe lamar the most of all because he was just you know you would think he'd be good at it though because he has all these like long limbs you know like he could literally like just hold one of the buttons down and you know like i just don't think they cared or tried they looked at it as like oh this is fun <laughs> isn't this cute you right. know but they really weren't they don't this is the one thing that drives me nuts about the celebrity big brother is they get these like d level celebrities and even they get onto the show and could act, care less about really trying hard in the competitions. D level is the best you can get, though, Jeff, because you go any higher than D level and you get like, I think we would just get everybody doing what Chris Catan did tonight, um, who were just like, I, what is this? I never, I've never even been motivated in my life to try to do something like this, right? See, I, that's where I don't understand. Like, if you were on SNL, 
you would have had a lot of pressure on you to get your sketch in, to get it right, rehearse it. You know, sure. these, you know, just for him, like he he understands pressure. He just doesn't care about this. There's no gain for him at the end of this in some weird way. And I just don't understand why celebrities. I guess I mean, I if I was on the show and I had a bunch of money anyway, I would still try in the competition just because they're fun and like you know they're. There's something to do. Like you're, are you bored? Why? Why would you not even care? That's what I don't understand. Well, we've seen like this is the third iteration of Celebrity Big Brother, and in each version, there's always a couple people, a couple of these celebrities, who just realize that they're in over their head, that it's not what they want, and and you know they're kind of used to just being able to walk away from these things if they're not really right for them, right? You know, it's not their, it's not their 15 minutes of fame. Like they're like whatever, I'll move on, I'll do something else, right? So, um, Jamil, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm not pretty loud here. I'm I'm loud. You're a little bit loud. Yeah. See, wasn't loud yesterday, loud today. How's today? How is it now? That, that's better. That's a little better. Yeah. Okay. I was, just, I was just I was being able to hear your breaths and everything. For a... <sighs> um a lot of times with these um these celebrities, um listening into what you were just previously saying. Um, because I enjoy listening to what you all say. I, I listen to the show. This show, Super Mater Brothers. Check them out. Um a lot of times they're just told us like, okay, what do you have lined up for me this month? And it's like, oh, we got this uh, big brother thing. It's like, what is it? Uh, it's just a game show. You're on it. You just sleep in this house. You're on right. camera. You know, I'll give you some tapes. You just watch it. Uh, there's a rule book. Just kind of skim through it. You know, it's going to be good pub, right? They don't know <laughs> what they're getting into at all, right? And then, you know, just catches them off guard. Um, so obviously talking about the the cake man. Kiki the cake monster himself, yeah. Chris Catan. Yes. Um, I will uh, state that um, if you are reading sites, um, tracking live feeds, they do mention when he does a cake run. So just want to <laughs> <laughs> mention Drive that. by. There was a few cake jokes tonight. Like, uh, when I'm gone, I'll leave my cake recipes. Like, I think, uh, um, what's his name said it? Uh, uh, Carson. Carson. They actually did post his cake recipe online. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Chris Kattan start can get fresh it. with baby soft skin. <laughs> so Chris Kattan can make it, or his publicist, or someone, his handlers can make it for him when he's outside the house. So it's great. Well, I think he, I think he needs it to like survive. I think it's like now become his sustenance. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't know if he can get off of the cake <laughs> at this point, but we'll see. But beyond like. Uh, Chris Kattan's addiction to cake, Jamil. Um, like in, in every season of Big Brother, there's always that like that clueless player who doesn't know what's going on, who nobody talks game to, and that apparently is Chris Kattan in this house. But this is even beyond what we would normally see, like you know, out of a, even a Victoria or somebody who's just mm -hmm. really inept and what the heck is going on. Like this is beyond. He he has no clue. He has no idea that he I annoyed. I don't even think he knows what city he's in. I don't think he knows what CBS is, what what this game show. I think he wakes up in the middle of the night and just thinks cake, and then all of a sudden in the morning he's like, "Oh, this is this reminding game. myself that there's a game going on," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, this, this is how he covers his eyes. Yeah. This is how he covers his nose. It's like it's it's like not even full hands or anything like that. It's like. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I gotta make sure that I don't lose track of where I am. You know? Oh, oh, oh! Where am I? 
What's Where happening? <laughs> okay, and then to watch his performance tonight in this in this comp- HOH competition, he went second. Like this was this was this was not even respectable. This was not even like you know this. He got out of the he got out of the of the chair and he was changing like next to the chair, and then they just told us the time was max. <laughs> Oh my god! Like the whole idea is that you're supposed to be able to like run up these in, these in, insanely high times if you don't play it well, right? So I kind of wanted to see how bad can it get. From like, it would have been the days. new standard days, <laughs> days. It would have been the new standard. Well, at least you didn't put up a Chris Catan time. You know, <laughs> every time this competition comes up forever more, you know, it'd just be like better than Chris. I think they yeah. they had to do a. You notice that they started doing quick cuts when they started revealing the time, I think they had to do it because of Chris Kattan. Like they said, Chris Kattan left to go inside because he wasn't feeling well, or maybe he wanted some cake, um, or he was just embarrassed because his time was so ridiculous. They're like, okay, we're going to cut here. Everyone, please clap for Chris because it's really bad. So let's... <laughs> I think I, I don't think they wanted to put the actual time up because they didn't want to like encourage people to... like. The, if you do the worst that this is the, we wanted to make it so bad we wanted to kind of embarrass you <laughs> like at the same time be nice That's, you know what i mean like they're they're they're, they're kind of, the producers are, are are riding that line of being well careful, yes but also making fun of them right i think that they're, they're i think with celebrity big brother in particular they're, they're always they're, they're always going to handle these house guests uh, a little bit more delicately than they would like the regular big brother house guests who i think they're willing to like if if, if they tarnish their reputations or whatever they're like whatever i don't care uh you know like <laughs> largely like i don't think it matters too much to them um and, and while we're on like because we didn't do a podcast monday i think uh we should maybe just kind of like start with well this episode kind of really just picks up off of the eviction itself um and just have a quick uh, eulogy here for uh, Mirai, uh who uh, is the second evicted out of these 11 uh, celebrity house guests. Um, I'm trying to remember who drafted her. I'm just going to pull that up. Uh, Not Mariah. me. <laughs> Mariah was drafted fourth overall by Jen. So, uh, so yeah, so not she she okay so a few things from her eviction speech i didn't pull the sounds but uh just a couple things you know she said that um it was hard being the only asian in the house that she said in her eviction or her little speech right before the eviction that you are all so much older than me and like i can't handle it just for the record mariah is 28 and the next uh closest in age to her is misha 35 so there's seven years apart Mm-hmm. Um, but Misha and I had, share a bir- Misha and I share a birthday. I looked that up. I looked up her thing today. Oh. M- Misha part. is not the same maturity as um, Mariah at all. They don't well, is that what she is that really what Mariah meant? Like you're all so much more mature than me. I think so. I think that yeah. Well, yeah. She has two. Misha has two kids. Like she's yeah. She's much old. Like more mature. I and Todrick's say. only a year older than Mariah. So or sort of Misha. But Todrick's more on the maturity scale, scale as of Mariah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> right. But like you see, like Carson's like, I can't believe she's called us old. How could she? Right. And that's what Carson would take from that message. Um I, I can understand like if if she was in a regular season of Big Brother, I think that she would actually do pretty well. Yeah. Right. Be. Um, but this game isn't built for someone who has such insecurities and just is unable to connect with people 
as at the at the very least you can say that uh a lot of these people have been coached to connect to connect with people and she did not have the tools at all no she's a solo figure skater like that's yep. her thing right so most of the time she's all by herself um team sports is not really where she comes from and she's not like a a public figure yeah. in that way um, she was you know partially homeschooled um so i can absolutely see where she's talking about where she was in a kind of a bubble where a protective bubble where she was homeschooled and was surrounded with uh, people that you know thought and looked exactly like how she did so and even when you're in the olympic village like you know you if she doesn't party she's also by herself she's she's a figure skater that means early days late nights she's not partying up so she's an um, olympian too like yeah olympians in general yeah like she that. said like i've never had a situation in my life where I've, there's not been at least one other asian present and i was like well, that's okay. i don't believe it unless she went to like an I, asian school i, I, I could i could believe she was that. Yeah, yeah julie julie chan was just on the other side of the wall but maybe it, that was it a, you know. depends on your community and and yeah, that's true. we're like because we think that because we live in a very multicultural kind of you know cities and, and situations mm. but if you're if you don't go out <laughs> if you're just surrounded by family and let's say it's sunday nights are family um green mm. uh, like family meals and then you're going out with your family or your your friends are like a close-knit you know similar taste similar background type of situation you could always be tethered to someone who is exactly like you and that bubble is kind of scary when you come out of it especially if you've yeah. never done it as an adult and i could see that being like an athlete and like all you do is train for the most part and like the i can understand that and you're on tour a lot and you're with the same yeah. people going to the same restaurants and the same stuff all the time it makes sense yeah, yeah, but she, like, she looked, for whatever reason, like she was not accepted in the house, and well, I don't think we're ever going to get like I know Jamil, you you had talked a little bit about the 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 there was some friction with her and Chris Kirkpatrick for some reason, yeah, um, and and there might be even more to this because there, there was something that happened, but even before the feeds came on, there was something where like everyone's just like. We, we're not going to say anything bad about her. We're just going to get her out as soon as possible, and we're going to be nice to her. And that's kind of what they did. They were just like, as quickly as possible, just get her out and, and move on, and let's, let's not dwell any further. I, I don't know if we'll ever get the true story, uh, but uh, there, you know, we'll see. Um, we, all we can do is speculate. It kind yeah. of like, sparks the imagination. Like, what did she do? What did she say? What happened? <laughs> or it could just as simply have been a miscommunication, you know, between someone who isn't particularly adept at uh, social situations, right? It could be misconstrued. And, and that's, you know, I don't know victim blame here, and I'm not certainly saying that she is a victim herself. Um, all I'm just, all I'm stating is that, um, with the information that we have, we know that something happened. How they cut to that situation, no clue. We don't see anyone really acting negative towards Kirk. Um, so I assume it isn't too bad, right? So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, it must not be. It's like it's got to be something that's just like a personal disagreement and or, or grievance Maybe. or. 
Maybe she fangirled a little bit on him, and then you know, maybe something like that happened. Maybe. And then she she insulted him by calling him an insig backup dancer. Right. <laughs> right. Be. Yeah, that could be it. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, insig. I mean, he, yeah, like for the most part, it was Justin Timberlake and a four four guys. For backup dancers, so I do understand why that Lance Bass Bass had some fame. Lance Bass, Lance Bass did have some fame. I would say he was the second most famous member of Insync. There was no one less famous than JC. No, no, yeah, JC Chavez. Yes, Chavez. Yes, yes. I mean, but yes, he was second least famous. Right, Joey. Uh, People know Joey Fatone. Yeah, I don't know why, but people know Joey. My big yeah. fat Greek wedding. I think it's and, my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a huge movie. So he, you know, yeah, they might know him even better for that. Yeah. Right. But uh, but uh, but but after this eviction, Chris Kattan confused. Or he's like, "What did I do? What did I do?" They're like, "Nothing, man. You were just so honorable." Uh, the little like the, the chat they have with him, and he's like, "I don't get it. What's happening? Is a game going on? Is there? Is you know?" Uh, I'm a little bit wigged out. It's a little bit weird out. You can't handle it. Uh, what? What? Um, like, I don't know. I don't know what you know to make of him. And then, like, basically, after all the eviction, it's 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 just this anticipation about who's going to be the next OH. We see these two sides, and what really struck me tonight was that I thought that like Lamar and Todd were going to be sort of like more with like the Chris Kirkpatrick camp and maybe they are uh but they would seem like they were they were they were gravitating towards misha and todrick you know pre-hoh competition that's why like a lot of like they were saying like there's a cult there's a cult for misha and everybody's in it and uh and and i i think it's just you know they're sucking up to who they think could be the next oh uh, hoh maybe more than it being a, a tr- about loyalty but what, what did you make of that jamil don't piss anyone off. <laughs> why, why, you know, put yourself in harm's way before you have an HOH, right? That's and you know, Misha is a particular way, and you all see it. Who's out in the common area majority of the time? We saw like little to no sequences of Carson in the main concourse. It was Cynthia on, you know, the um, the couches. And either that or she's gone. So it's Misha and Todrick that are there kind of occupying that space. So if you want to get something to eat and you're talking with people, you're going to, you know, you're going to be, you know, kind and nice. And, you know, we're all in this together. It's us, you know, against everyone else, whoever everyone else is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jeff, of these two sides that you see forming, I guess, like, Mm -hmm. especially with, like, I guess, Misha and Carson being sort of the, the two big leaders who are kind of targeting one another and then you got like i guess chris kirkpatrick is the other kind of hard playing guy in the middle i think it's there's three sides dave there's the carson and uh um, cynthia they're like a duo on an island on their own but shan is kind of connected to them yes right but all right let me finish because i think the other side is you know todrick and misha are together yeah, yeah, that's and, that, that's obvious. Yeah, and then the middle is like Kirkpatrick, Shayna, and um, oh, and Todd and, La- and, and Lamar. Those guys are all in the middle, but like, you know, but but it's more clear that Kirkpatrick is a threat. Like they already know he's a threat. Well, so Todrick, Todrick knows that he's a threat, right? Yeah, I think Todrick and Misha are, are the most savvy players in this house. 
and they're gonna do damage. I think it's you know not gonna be hard for them either. Uh, what would Misha say? Uh, now I'm gonna use the power to go after the opposition. Right. So, uh, yeah, Misha ends up winning tonight, her second HOH, as she would like to tell us. Any HOH comp that I get to compete in, I win. Uh, uh, she beat out uh, Todrick was second place, and then uh, Carson was third in this, and then there was just a whole bunch of bad. Um, but, uh, you know, like, just watching her in this competition, I'm like, oh, she's going to win. Like, let, I, This is even before I had seen Carson go, and I was like, it's going to take a lot to beat that time that she put up, because that, that would have been a respectable uh, performance in any season, I think. Uh, what was she, under five minutes, like, total? Um, 5.50, I thought it was. Yeah, but were you guys like? Did you guys, I don't know. Were you rooting actively for one somebody to win this tonight? Did you? What did you want to see? I didn't want her to win, but at the same time, this was her comp to win. Like, she's a she does ground ground game grappling, which means which is a lot of like holding position and then positioning your body into specific places to get an advantage. This is like it's absolutely built for her right more than anyone else right you know right. like and you she's usually doing all of that moving around and repositioning with an entire human body on top of her right trying to wear her down so this is child's play this is this was her this was hers play. to lose and yeah opinion. Right. Yes. But, but you, so, so so what would you have like what would have been the most interesting thing for you to see uh chris other than what Chris Catan wins. Okay, but that wasn't going to happen. Um, so, like, so, something, something plausible, something plausible, please. Um, you know, like, like I know, so if they all wore blindfolds and threw at a like a wall-sized dartboard, then I think Chris Catan could win. I think if they there was cake involved, he better won. Yeah. But uh, who no, eats no. cake the fastest? Or at, who crawls yeah. through this tunnel and just eats the cake the fastest? And then He's it was like, Chris Catan. Yes. Like that, like, you know, like we can eat the most flop in one day or something. Then that whoever whoever does that wins HOH. If they ever yeah. introduce slop, he's 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 self evicting, right? Because let's say Carson had won this tonight, you know, and like he had put up Misha and Todrick or something like you know the uh, what um the war would be well the war is already in progress but you know would you would that have been interest like jeff would you, th you think that's a better result sort of just from an entertainment point of view watching the game or do you think that misha getting this tonight is uh are, are you are you still like kind of it's pulling you in i think it makes sense for well, I, the, the real game to me is like shanna shana and and kirkpatrick versus todd jerk and misha like that's kind of what's to me, being set up here, and Misha thinks that she can trust Kirkpatrick, right? Well, that, that's what I mean. I think the, it's those two duos are going against each other. But Misha, Misha, and Carson are the ones going like like their duos are the ones. Yeah, actually. they're just getting the Carson Cynthia duo out of the way. Putty you Patrol. Know, that's what's happening right now. But later on, I think really the game's going to come down between yeah Kirkpatrick and Shayna being together, and. Uh, you know, maybe bringing Lamar in, whereas Todrick, Misha, and they might bring in um, Todd. Todd, you know, I feel like Todd and Lamar are a pair. Is that are they a legit pair, or are they just kind of working together for the moment? I don't. I don't think they're really playing the game very much. <laughs> you know, like, that's the thing. Room. Like, 
They don't seem to care, you know. Like Shayna fell up the stairs. Todrick didn't even miss a beat. He just went, "Are you all right?" Don't get Todd. Oh, yeah, not, Todd. Not Todrick. Todd. 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 Yeah, Todd didn't even miss a beat. Like he was like, like, hey, what's up? She like almost fell down the stairs twice. She fell like three times on those stairs. He didn't even look like he was about to get up. Well, she got he asked it. if she was okay. He he, he expressed yeah. some level of concern towards he her. He was like lame. <laughs> I, uh, I disagree. It was funny. I disagree in terms of um, Lamar not playing the game. Um, you really saw in this episode specifically a change in his demeanor. So when it's time Why does he on the win, like that part, like first off, um, when they were talking about um, eviction, and he's like, "Well, game's still going." Ha ha! You know, he 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 showed a little bit of life in his diary room, and then when mm-hmm. the, the the numbers came up and he did poorly, you just see like the utter like disgust. It is performance on his face that was there. I I think that he he actually he hates losing, right? Yeah, and that's going to be a problem with him. Yeah, I think it's going to be a problem for him going forward that he's going to want to win. That's what you would kind of maybe more expect out of these professional athletes. I know that they have so much money that you know it, they're kind of it, this is not something they would have to consider, but like you think they just have that hunger to win. Like you see it in Misha. Misha just loves to do the best she can. She talked about it. She was having that whole conversation while she's on the elliptical with Carson saying like the heart or it was Carson, right? She was talking to, I think she was talking to Todd. No, she was talking, she was talking to Todd. Yeah. And just like everything, the harder it is, the better it is for you. And like, so whatever, what it doesn't kill you makes you stronger, et cetera, et cetera. First um, Rodney, first Rodney Rousey um, reference. Um, yeah. So far, this season. Ronda Rousey was a rich girl who had everything handed to her. She she had the same twenty dollars wrestling shoes for years, which I don't yeah. think is entirely true. But but I yeah, think she, she I think in comparison, she was like the rich girl, right? You know, like uh, like had had two parents and had they you know they could buy her. Her father they was fight, really... did, did they fight Ronda, each other? Yeah. Yeah, they hate each Rousey other. and Tate fought, fought each other. They hate each other. They and straight they fought, up hate each other. But they fought each other uh, multiple times. Yeah, and who did Rousey win? Like every time, Was that I when think Rousey, Rousey won every single time. Yeah, and it wasn't Tate until never... she because she, she was rich. No, <laughs> because then all of a sudden, Ronda Rousey had to fight some like really, really taller girls. I found, she, and then they started kicking she, her ass. She had to fight a boxer, and um, oh, is that what it was? Ronda, yeah, around uh, Ronda stood up, um, stood up and was trying to trade blows, and that person just totally wrecked her, right? Um, and that kind of you know took the bloom off the rose for the most part for Ronda, like, Ronda is still dom- dominant, and like the 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 whole insanity about her skill was the fact that you can be standing up against her and then five seconds later you're on the ground in an arm bar and you're done right it was just mm-hmm. she could just slap it on people right it, it was like mike mike tyson charging at someone it's over right if you don't get your hands up right. yeah, yeah well, like, rope and rope. i just i like when i was looking at like she's like a like a really lightweight fighter right misha tate like a, fe- like a featherweight or like within the I women's 
Yeah, I think it's bantamweight. Yeah. And what does that yeah. mean? Is that like, is that sort of in the middle for women, classic. or is it? <laughs> She's not okay. heavyweight, dude. <laughs> no, no. But okay, because you know they always say like these women MMA fighters could kick all our guys' asses because you know and, she like, could. Uh, she dude, could kick my ass. Could. Like she's five foot know, six, one hundred and thirty-five pounds. She's one hundred and thirty-five pounds and five foot six. I'm yes. much bigger. Who's been training for decades in mixed martial arts? She only needs you like swing. Yeah, a woman. Like, she get get on a woman like, gets you in the jaw real good with a punch. You, you know. Well, yeah, I think, like, out. like sure. Like I, I, I don't discount that, but it's just like, I, anyway, I don't want to fight her. I just, I, it's you just like I'm kind of like she would wreck you. I'm telling, dude, she will wreck you. I'm kind of curious to see. She would. I would like to see. <laughs> like I, I kind of agree with Dave. I would like to see just regular Joe Schlo guys that have never fought fight these women in the octagon and just watch the women kick I, her. I, I don't even know if I want a it. fighter. It's just prove, like maybe like, uh, uh, you know, just defend myself, I guess. Uh, could I, could I, could I, <laughs> you would give your arm and she would just have it. She's like, thank you. <laughs> You're in the arm bar. Right, right. If I, if I let her get my arm, yeah, I get that. I'm done. Yeah. Um, I'll be, I, I I'll be tapping well, out. Honestly, I don't think, I don't think you have that much choice, though. Maybe not. Because, I don't like, know. Even, I, I I have no fighting training, so I guess that would that would throw me out of. Uh... This is the same thing as a person saying, "Yeah, I could, I could, um, I could take a set from um, Serena Williams." It's like she's like the best in the world, right? Like as she a, would murder us. She would murder no, us. Yes, like, but she not not, not, a, not a man player. She would murder us. She she would. What? Yes. I, like not Do you see the speeds in which that's she's what, That's how what John McEnroe said. He said she'd be like 700th in the world if she was on the men's circuit. John McEnroe. He's not a popular <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> he got a lot of shit for that. Right. Well, the, but that's the thing is like we don't do that, right? And 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 there's a reason we have we 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 separate these things by uh by gender. Anyway, so I'm not gonna actually have a fight with Misha Tate. I'm, I'm not challenging. If, very briefly about women's tennis. Women's tennis has a very strong um, neck game as opposed to men who have a very like elaborate power game. That's the main focus of their game. The crazy thing about uh, Venus and Serena is because they had a strong neck game, plus they had the power to overpower a lot of the, you know, mirror, um, you know, uh, Swiss Miss, I forget her name, Anna Kornikova's, all the ones previously who just could not handle you know that See, i would agree force i would i would agree with you jameel about doubles i think a women's a good women's doubles team could take on a men's doubles team no problem i don't think there'd be too much advantage being a man but in the singles game the amount of running they do and how fast it's more about speed to me tennis and height right yeah it's just how like nadal is like insanely fast and like I think that's a huge. Okay, you're talking about number one men's versus number one women. That's totally different. What Dave proposed was, right? Oh, I, I should be like 700 in the world um, among men, right? There's a, a big difference between 700 world and number one. Yeah, I guess I was just trying to figure out, like, you know, um, is she like, is she this lethal weapon that you would never need to get near or not? How dangerous is um, Misha Tate? <laughs> How much should I fear her? 
Uh, I don't know why. I don't. I'm not gonna meet her. Uh, think, but yeah, well, I think anybody that trains you're untrained, fighting... you should fear her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fear them. For the record, I fear her. I fear her. Great. <laughs> uh okay so moving on so we got the hoh competition we had some conversations and then uh we talked about uh, misha talking to uh todrick on the elliptical the next scene we got was uh was um carson in the in the tub jeff i know you like a good bubble bath a good bubble bath can really not only cleanse the body but cleanse the soul right it's you a know? good soak. You get in there for a good soak. Good soak. It's a little stressful. Or a little stressful up in here. You know. Gotta luxuriate. Fast. So Jamil, you didn't like this? What even like stuff. with the with the shampoo mohawk? Fast forward. You didn't even, you didn't I, even get I, to I it. You didn't even know what the shampoo mohawk. It. No. Ugh. I fast forward. He experiments. It was I, I guess this was a time filler. Um he <laughs> And then there was this whole scene where Chris Kattan kind of like crawl comes out of his like cave or whatever from sleeping 18 hours a day. And uh, he talks to uh, to Misha in the kitchen saying like, hey, do you are noms today? And she's like, yes, today. He's like, today? And, uh, you know, she's like, yeah. He's like, well, what, what are you thinking? She's like, well, can I trust you? And he's like, no. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I thought he said I don't. <laughs> or I don't know, or something like that. Whatever you say. Yeah. One thing that I find very interesting about Chris I, Kattan is that you know this guy, his whole life, for like the last you know thirty years, all he did was pretty much hang around comedians and comedian comedic writers, and he's not very funny. And like you know, I just find that very interesting about him. Like he's literally just a performer, and. I just don't know how you hang around that many funny people for that long. Will Ferrell, Norm Macdonald, all these people that he hung around with. And he's just through osmosis. Just through osmosis, you think he'd learn some jokes. But does he want to be on? Yeah, well, that's, that's what I, I think he's checked out. I think that's a good point, Jamil. He's very yeah. checked out. Okay, like we were watching this competition tonight, like, you know, and Jane and I were like, does he have brain damage? What's wrong with him now? What happened? <laughs> Like he is not fully there, or something's wrong. I don't think. I don't think his. I don't think he. I don't think he can contort his body like that. It's I don't think he can do that. Portions. It's like it's everything about him. Like he. He's. He in the competition, but even him like coming out. I, I know he's had all these injuries and he's had a lot of pain. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not oblivious to that. But just like it's. 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 Uh, it's still shocking, I guess, in some ways, just to see how 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 much he's changed since like from 20 years ago when he was really at his height of his career um you know and uh anyway uh so in this scene uh tiffany hears overhears this because she you know they're hoping chris Kattan said he wants to leave so let's just maybe we can get misha to target him i'm like fat chance like there's no way there's no way she's gonna oh i should take out uh Chris Catan instead of like one of my big rivals like Carson or somebody like that. Like there's it just doesn't make any sense, right? Like why would you waste it? She's she's more savvy than that. But there, I guess you're just you're grasping at straws. You're hoping that something will fortunate will happen to you if if you're if you're um Cynthia and Carson. So she runs right up and says, I have this information. Finds uh Carson on the um the bike and uh you know they have this information but they they don't act on it. Do you think that this was like maybe a missed opportunity or do you think that there was no point? 
Uh, or maybe something did happen they didn't show us. Jamil? Do what? <laughs> Nothing to do. <laughs> well, I guess I guess try like that. You that now that they knew that at least that they were uh, Chris is not going up, so that they there's a good chance one or both of them are going up. Do you try to like pull Misha aside before the noms and try to make a deal? Try to try to change the narrative. Try to like deflect and and not have both of them go up, right? You know, so that you can potentially. Uh, take one down and then force another nom With or something. Cynthia or or Carson winning uh, <laughs> winning power veto. So l- let's say they keep Carson up. Do you trust Cynthia to win power veto and remove herself or remove no. uh, uh, move Carson? Well, it's not about trust. It's just about what's the best um, game you can potentially do to try to try to mitigate the damage that this is going. Because obviously, like Misha winning HOH was not good for them. They knew it right away. And so I guess the question is, when that happens, when you know somebody who's on the other side of the house from you and you you got you know that you're about to be nominated. Is there, is there any point in the world in trying to renegotiate that or try to change that or try to flip? flip the house around in whatever way you might be able to or do you just say okay well that's just how it is and they're gonna put me out and i'll deal with it from there so i assume they're talking but at the same time i don't think misha's coming a hundred percent you know with the information to them we're never given that impression they expect conversations uh-huh. as did carson saying oh i thought misha was coming in to talk to me about me being a pawn Right, but I, I don't think Misha is that forthcoming with her strategy. So uh, I assume they're having conversations, but Cynthia is not uh, not being able to get that information or at least direct the conversation in the possibility of oh, um, don't put me up or. Etc. Etc. I don't know. Yeah. So her having this, like, she was in the diary room, like, I have this information, and now I'm going to use it. But then they don't use it, so it's kind of anticlimactic, isn't it? You know, other than they had, they had a pretty good idea. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Um, You know, because I think that's what we would see out of a more of a more like regular Big Brother game. I think if you if anybody heard they were they were potentially going up. I think most Big Brother players would try something, even if it's a even if it's a hail mary, even if it's it's a long shot. They would try something just to, but uh, try to get it off of them. But not that's not what Carson and Cynthia seem to do here. They just said, okay, well they, we're going to take our licks and we got to try to do our best. You know, veto aside, you know, maybe one of them comes down and go from there. Um, you know, and I think it's interesting the conversation that comes right after this, which is with Misha and Todrick, because Todrick talks about how. He thinks that Chris Kirkpatrick is is a big threat for him. And he's right, I think. I think Chris Kirkpatrick is totally coming for Todrick. I think that Todrick and Shanna talked about, or sorry, it was Shanna and Kirkpatrick, I think in this episode tonight, like they were talking about how, did we miss our shot? Was taking out Mariah the wrong thing? Should we have actually taken out Todrick this week? And they said, no, yes. I kind of like, you know, I guess it's really going to be about who goes after who first. You know, ultimately between that, you know, will Todrick come for for Chris uh, before Chris comes for him? Um, but Misha is not. But, Misha still wants to think of him as an ally. He still she still wants to see Kirkpatrick as an ally. And he's doing all the right things to kind of give that impression at the same time. So. Right. And deep down, we know that Shanna can't stand uh, Misha, or at least not when she's in power. 
right? We heard like 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 uh, Shannon was like, I can't take another week of her as HOH. I can't do it. I can't do it. You got to do it, Shannon. So, uh, you know, she's in it. And I don't, and she's like, I can't do the fake smiling. I'm like, you're a pageant queen. Like, you can't do fake smiling and like you tell her what she wants to do. Maybe hear. she was really happy when she was in pageants. Maybe, maybe that was all uh, uh, sincere. suck. They can't be happy. They're like, they're like, literally like, uh, you know, shepherded around like cattle. And then, like, told one to smile and, like, wear this. Right, right. She knows how to fake it. Yeah. Right. Oh, and I know. I, I agree. But, I mean, they're not happy. They're not happy. They're not happy. <laughs> Even they're in, they're in the middle. They're not happy. Because I think they, they see as they see Misha and Todrick as bigger threats than they see Carson and Cynthia. I, didn't, I think that's that's a fair assessment. If you're on the outside of all that, right? So you know, Misha, Misha says to Todrick, you know, my number one loyalty is to is to you, Todrick. But like, I still, I'm still hoping that you know, Chris is still going to be a strong ally for me. And I, you know, and he's like, I don't trust him at all. I don't trust him at all. And Todrick's got the right read, clearly. Um, is Misha? So is I guess the is is Todrick a better player than Misha? Is maybe what I'm wondering a little bit. No, uh, no. no, they're all bad. They're all bad. <laughs> They're all bad. Because I'm, I like, I'm finding that the play, the, the gameplay is actually fun to watch. Like this season, like Chris Kattan aside, like I, I, I what, Jamil, you, you don't seem satisfied with it though. You think it's too, some, too light. You know what's Dave? What's, what's Dave? I, I just, like four players are, are playing the game. Go ahead, Jamil. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just feel like we are. <laughs> there's a whole lot of like us filling in gaps right uh, of gameplay because it's so it's so it's like a barren wasteland <laughs> it's like oh i got information to your exact point i got information right and they're like yay high five yeah we got information let's dance in the room i'm surprised they didn't go into the like the um the storage room and start dancing because they got information. It's it's like so minor stuff that they're kind of celebrating. I won HOH. That's great. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna take out all my enemies. Like, well, you gotta gotta get nominations and make sure you have the votes. Like, is anyone talking about like votes? Right? You don't hear uh, about it. Like no, do we, like, like you know, there's never the conversation. Do we have enough votes? Chris Kirkpatrick and Sh- Shayna are talking about votes and do they yeah have enough votes like they're they're kind of aligning that aspect of their quote-unquote strategy misha's just like a like i'm just gonna nominate people and whoever my target is they're gonna vote out it's like as you get closer to the end that's not necessarily gonna be the case so you gotta like she's just a bull she's like i'm just gonna win competitions and just nominate people and that's gonna cause me to win and I don't think that's a winning strategy. I don't think like right now she doesn't have two votes for her. Right. She like, uh, like Mariah might vote for her, but Teddy and um, Carson probably won't for sure. She has to also think about how she's sending these people outside the house. Yeah. I don't think she, she's that that's like in round eight or whatever. She's in round two here. And she's so she's like her. Yeah. But touch the opposition. Going- but Todrick's looking at that, and 
projects and then make sure she's staying in the game because she's going to be the perfect goat, not Chris Kattan. She's the perfect. Podrick, I'm impressed with here because he he allied with Misha uh, when he could when he could have gone with that got that gals and gays alliance or whatever it was, right? And he flipped. And he was like Misha. Misha oh, is going. Huge, huge competition threat. She's a shield for me. She probably isn't as liked as me, and therefore I can beat her at the end. Like that's who you want to ally with. I think. Uh, I think that. Um, I know that you can win this game without ever winning a competition in theory, and you can you can do well and whatever. But I think competition wins, rightly or wrongly, just seem to win you this resume, win you all this respect, and like, and obviously the power, the power to to yeah. influence the way things go. Which is so uh, funny, Dave, because you know Big Brother started off like with you know season two, Doctor Will purposely threw every competition and got to the end and used that as a bragging right, and people respected him for it. You know, people yeah. were like, you know what, that was actually pretty impressive. I have <laughs> never seen anything like that in the years I've been watching the shows. Um, no, I know. Like now, it's all like, well, he won or he won. Maybe this guy's gonna win, right? Like, and, they're parlor um, games. It like literally doesn't matter who wins any of these things. But the people who tend yeah. to win them are. The more athletic people, yeah, it shouldn't be athletic. I think the and, game that they make they make yeah. the games way too. Like, actually, I I agree with the game tonight. I don't think it had anything to do with athleticism tonight. It was just willpower and who really wanted it more. And I don't think like Misha won it because she's like an athlete. I think she did it because she really wanted to win. I think she had a skill set to to be able to win it more so. Yes, that too. Not not. Yeah, I'm not saying like athletically. I'm saying. Like her as a skill set to be mm. able to reposition your body, right? And, yes. and that has nothing to do with in terms of you know if you're fit or not. If you can con- like move right. around your body or somewhat contort it, Chris Kattan was never going to win this. No, he, he no. could not. The dude, the dude probably has to sit down on the couch, right, and put an ottoman up for him to be able to tie his shoelaces he was never going to win this this competition no uh i think i mean i do think that they should like especially when you have like older house guests like in the season like like i think you should stray away a little bit from like the more physical stuff and do like they have been doing a roll a ball you know that's you know that's about the extent that they know everyone can do that old people looking at a, a where's Waldo type of situation, <laughs> right. not fair for the the optically challenged. What did you? How did you guys do with that HOH competition? Uh, the one that, uh, or when it wasn't an HOH, it was the veto, veto. the other night. What <laughs> the other night with with the Shanna one, uh, where she didn't, she just left noms in the same ultimately. But you know the way you had to find uh, was it? Will you marry me? Was yeah, that what will said? you marry me? Yeah. Um, and you had to find that like in the things that like, were you guys doing well at that when you were watching it, or was it? Uh, I would have been Chris. K. I would have been Chris K. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> Chris K. Who was like throwing it on purpose? He was not. He was just awful. It was like, no, you you can't be throwing this. I, that was so bad. How, you know, <laughs> right? How how bad he did in that competition? I was like, he can't, this can't be right. Like he's <laughs> he, he can he can find that. Will you marry me at least once? Right? But then like I was watching Rob's sister Nina's podcast and Melissa Denny was just like, I couldn't find them ever. I never won <laughs> every round. I, I yeah, some people are just bad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't yeah. think I was the best at it. I just think I was you know somewhere in the middle. Uh, anyway, so competitions aside, we get Carson and um, uh, Cynthia. Uh, Cynthia. Cynthia. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Cynthia, you know, she's up uh, and, and the noms are put in. I thought Misha's uh, speech was so nice. She's like, I love you. Don't worry. So that's it. And then, uh, you know, I was like, well, not the worst nomination speech I've ever heard. Very forgettable, too. But, you know, it's uh, but I, I thought it was the, the, the tone of it was just pleasant, I guess. You know, she's really I thought it was patronizing. Patronizing. It was, both. It was pleasantly yeah. patronizing. Pleasantly patronizing. If, yeah. if you got to be patronizing, you'll as well be pleasant about it. No, don't be patronizing. I'd rather someone say, hey, I'm coming for you. I'm putting you up. Right? I'm sorry. Right? That's just how it goes. I, I hope we're friends outside of here. Yeah, I think people do. I think you're right to be like, I think people do respect just be like upfront and be like a little bit like, you know, more straightforward, especially when you're a fighter. Like, what does she care about their feelings? <laughs> like, seriously, she likes she likes being friends with people. Cupcake. Okay. Yeah, well, well, her name is Cupcake. Yeah. Her nickname is Cupcake. Um, OK, and so tomorrow uh, someone will be evicted, right? Is that right? Um. Well, on Friday, isn't it Friday's eviction? It's not, it's not, so there's no episode tomorrow? Is there an episode? I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what the schedule of this show is. Like it's so, it's so, it's so hard to like follow okay. from night to night. Uh, then episode seven will be on Friday. You're right. So there's no episode tomorrow. Uh, but there will, so the eviction and the veto, I suppose, are Friday. Um, um spoiler time. Well, maybe we should get into spoilers. I, I did kind of see something, and J- Daryl was all over us this morning. So I, I was like, there's got to be uh, something well, going on. Daryl was talking about noms at that point. Noms at that point. Yeah, so there's there's more information. I don't want to spoil anything if you don't want to know what's coming in the show. So uh, we're going to do a, a spoiler. What is our spoiler? Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, find. Wagyu. It's been it's Ruafu, uh, F. Marie Abramson. Okay, we're going to get into some spoilers just because we want to talk about what's coming up. But if you're leaving us here in the show, uh, well, I think we're gonna, I don't think we're going to do a podcast next Friday. I think we're going to be back on next Wednesday. You mean night. this Friday? Yeah, we you won't be back. Whatever. We won't be on this Friday, uh, <laughs> but we will be. Uh, we'll be here next Wednesday. I think Wednesday. that's the best night. If I'll come on Sunday and talk about it if you want, <laughs> but I'm not sure to like, like. I'm out for Sunday. <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe we have a weekly check in from okay. here on in. You Fair know? enough, Dave. Fair enough. We'll check. We'll check in this Wednesday. Uh, sorry, one week from tonight because there's five. It's on five nights next week, guys. <clears throat> yeah, so, that's not happening. Yeah, we're not. We're, we, there's no way we could do that. So I say we talk on the 16th, and then we come back on the 23rd for the finale. So uh, you know, we'll just uh, might be then, a bit busy for the next one. You don't know. We don't know when that baby's gonna be born. It could be a March baby for. A if it now. doesn't come in the next week, we're inducing. <laughs> oh, you're. Oh, okay. So it's wait. Uh, but then you may have a Pisces on your head. Oh no! <laughs> When's the <this> church over? <laughs> uh, I think that on the 19th. Oh, no, we're going to induce on the 16th. No, then you get an Aquarius. Yeah, it's going to be late late stage, though. It's close to the Pisces. Yeah, it's like Rich. <laughs> Not like Rich. It's the February. Rich is, well, he's, an early, he's a type 1 Aquarius. Okay, anyway, we digress. Um, <laughs> that's a rich thing. That's a rich thing. <laughs> okay, so we're getting into some spoilers. We'll be back in one week to talk about everything that's happened between now and then. Um, and let's let's talk about what we do know as of tonight. So we, um, we have a veto winner. We have a veto winner. Do you want to say it? 
I don't have it. I, just, uh, I thought my... Dave had it. Oh, Dave. I don't... I don't know. I here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. Okay. I know that Chris Catan is no longer in the house. Ooh, I did not hear that. He walked out. <laughs> Ran on a cake. The cake. The cake was done. The cake. He's he's cake. He got to the end. He's like, it's, wait, if Carson leaves, that means there's no more cake. <laughs> it says Chris Catan exited the house on day 15. Now Mirai was was evicted on day 13. Oh really? <laughs> okay, so what does that mean? Like, what? what he was day? there two weeks. So that was today. So Chris Kattan left today. Yeah. So <laughs> he just self evicted. He just walked out. Yeah. And then, like, are they going to reset does, the H or? Are they does gonna, it say they... that he self evicted though? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't have that in part of the information. No, <laughs> I don't know what what's. I I just know he's not. He's no longer there. Wow. He's no longer in the game. Wow. So. What do you think that means? Do you think they'll still evict somebody on Friday? Yeah. Okay. They probably had a double plan, and now they're just going to do a single. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Because, yeah, like there was, it's it's on five nights next week. Yeah. 13, 13 14, 15. I don't know what they were thinking, honestly, casting Chris Kattan in this season, guys. I mean, really, what were they thinking? Like, he, I just think, like, just physically, I think he w- wasn't right for the show. I think he was like, I love that Kato Kalen. So you need, you know. Oh my God, yeah. Kato Kalen's in the hot tub? He's really good on Big Brother. I thought he was great. And he was great in the OJ trial. <laughs> <laughs> he was great in the OJ trial. And he's Did like, you like I could that, do that joke? Did you like that joke, that Dave? W- that was a good joke. But <laughs> at the same time, here's the deal. I mean, I don't think he probably wrote that joke. <laughs> Fair enough. They probably coached him to that. Yeah, he's not a writer, really. I don't think. Well, he used uh, to write his skits. He used to write he? the mango skits, I think. Yeah, and stuff. Right, but that's a lot. That's performance art, right? Like you yes. know, he had no dialogue. As that's mango. what he is—a performance artist, I think. Yeah, more mm-hmm. a physical comic more than like uh, than somebody who has quips and, and fast yeah. jokes. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, so so I'm sad. You know, I will not win this draft this year, guys. It's official. <laughs> I I still question why why did you pick this man? I wanted to believe it was more of a it was more of a I I wanted to cheer him on. I wanted I wanted him to be uh, to do well, but uh it's not meant to be. Like cuz Tom I I thought okay, maybe he'll play like a Tom Green or you know, he'll be similar mm-hmm. and uh and, and Tom Green did better at this. Right? But is Chris Kattan, I guess is very different than Tom Green and so very uh, different. Yeah. They uh, they might you might put them in the same archetype, but uh, like the in the celebrity edition, like that they're the funny man or they're the, the comedian yeah, or whatever. They kind of are. But, yeah, the, you know what's interesting? They don't cast quippy comedians. They only yeah. they, they seem to like to cast like the Chris Kattan, Tom Green type. But right, okay, yes, similar archetypes, but Tom Green is more of an everyman as opposed to Chris Kattan is more New York. Yeah. If I can say, right? No. Chris, Chris, um, Tom Green is going to be in Barry, um, you know, at a bar, maybe performing, <laughs> performing for no, at, in Barry at a bar, performing for fifteen people, and then a week down the line, he he's at Rama, right? It it just plays out that way, and and Tom Green doesn't really care that much, right? He's just that type of person. Whereas Chris Kattan is only going to perform at Rama. 
right? And then it's like, okay, we're going straight to the hotel, and then we're going off to our next stop, kind of, kind of deal. Does right? Cookhead even like do performances anymore, or does he do anything anymore? I doubt it. Like yeah. he, he's 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 a, he's a Hollywood money. Squares type of dude. That's the type of show he should be on. Hollywood Square. Yeah, he's like, uh, I thought I was signing up for Hollywood Squares. All of a sudden, I'm Big Brother. Oh, and I'm yeah. sure. All of a sudden, I have to sleep here and eat cake. And that's not what I signed up for. <laughs> His Hollywood Square has just like, there's just like a a, a, a tray of cakes underneath the side. <laughs> During commercial breaks, he's like, this is the greatest whatever. I can't believe they didn't make fun of like the fact that he played the cake monster character and the fact that he played Chris Kirkpatrick. Chris on Kirkpatrick SNL. on SNL. Like, how did they not bring that stuff up under the show like so many things they missed out on i think do they do bb comics for um celebrities uh, i don't think so, do think so. see like they're so worried about hurting celebrity feelings they don't care about regular people i, I feel like people. you got i feel like all of their publicists are like behind the scenes with the producer say you can't do that yes. you can't do that yeah. you know yeah, I, that is such a thing and and, and, and which just makes it kind of makes the celebrity big brother kind of painful like you know mm -hmm. like it's very safe zone and it's like you know no zing bot like it'll be none of that oh <laughs> you know lord I mean? zing bot was on this season um okay chris. so <laughs> hey chris <laughs> uh, okay um power veto the winner of the power veto is jeff do you want to guess uh, so I'm gonna go with my boy Todrick. No, oh. Dave Carson. Nope, the winner and our veto beast is Shayna. Wins Shana. it again. She wins it again. Oh, well, she uses, uh, but then she risks putting getting Chris Kirkpatrick being put. Up. I don't have many Shanna quotes, but and it's not one of my finest moments, but it is one of your finest moments. Uh, Shana. Uh, okay, so but what would Shana want to happen here? Take Carson off. Okay. Take Carson down. That would make sense. And I think uh, so Patrick goes up. Maybe. But do they have an, like, so the, but that's if Misha decides to do so. And from Misha's point of view, um, Chris K has been in her corner to put up right. Carson, like literally on the feeds, he's gone to her and it's like, you're getting everything you wanted. You're going to get car, you put Carson and Cynthia up, right? That's what you're going to do, right? And she's like, yeah, it's like, great. And then you're going to get Carson out the door. Like, he's been on her side, right? Mm. Appearing to be on her side. So, outside of Todrick having that feeling that he's a, like Chris K's against him, Misha's completely snowed. They wouldn't do what he wanted, what they wanted last week. Where, but like, they ended Patrick, up doing it. They voted. They voted. They voted at Mariah, but like they, you know, but, I don't but, think they appreciated not getting their way last week. That was all. No, they didn't. Especially Todrick, and felt like you know, like, I, I, I'm getting the vibe from uh, Chris Kirkpatrick that he's, you know, he's coming after me, and just the way that Misha was like, "Can we do this?" or "Can we have to go for Carson?" and he's like, "No, I, I don't want to do that," you know. And right for Misha to get power right back, you know, to be sandwiched in these, these weeks. Um, if if I was Chris K, I would hope that the the um, numbers don't change, and I would vote Carson. I would clearly vote Carson, uh, like, you know, keep the faith in terms of Misha thinking that I'm on your side, like ultimately be against Carson if necessary. But Carson knows better. Right. Because 
what is the advantage of keeping Carson, really? Uh, a nemesis for Misha until she's gone. She, she won HOH, and you That's know, so, so your real opportunity is kind of gone. If it was anyone else, you can kind of kick the can down the road and there's wiggle room. Like if Todd won, if Lamar won, um, you know, if Chris Catan won. Um, like <laughs> there's still options in terms of what Misha wants versus what she ultimately gets. But when she got HOH, it was kind of, you know, elementary, right? Now, does Shannon want to put a target on her back with uh, that side of the house by taking Carson down? Well, it because... depends if she feels like Carson's important for her game long term, I guess, right? Uh, ultimately. Carson's telling her that if he goes home, he wants uh, Shayna and Cynthia to go to Misha and try to um, broker an all-women's alliance. Whatever, Carson. Okay. Um... Why not? Well, oh, the men suck on this season. I mean, they like the, sure, like Todd, uh, Lamar, like Kirkpatrick's all right, but like you know, Todrick, Todrick's good, but like he's more in with the girls, and I, you know, you know what I mean. Like, like uh, all the, the power the, would be on their side if it's yeah. the women. If Misha has both the women and her ath- athletes, yeah, like so who, they're just gonna pick off like these, like Lamar and Todd. I guess sure, but why like, not? Went home know. first, like oh, the first week. Whatever, but I, it's not like I think either of them are, are deserving. I um There's no deserving in celebrity big brother. <laughs> who went home the first week? Um Teddy. Um Teddy, yeah. So back to back girls have gone home. So like you would think like the guys would have the power in the house, but like I don't really think you know the guys aren't working together, which is unusual for Big Brother. Yeah, it's a bit unusual in this one. Uh, and now with Katan gone, I like I know he was clueless, but like I'm so shocked that nobody tried to make him a number for them, right? Oh, I don't think there was any making him a number. I don't think he even wanted to be there. And yeah, he, you know, he got there and he was like, "Oh no, I just wanted to be on the show for like five days." You know, yeah. I didn't want to make it to the third vote. Maybe his publicist told him, "It's like, oh, you're too big of a target. They're going to vote you out immediately." Or his publicist uh, was telling the producers, yeah, his image is going down and down and down. <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of stuff happens. You know, where it's like, yeah, like everything we you were saying, Dave, about like he looks like brain dead and stuff. I don't think an agent or a publicist would would want that going on for two. Like your image, you're you're destroying your image on this show. You yeah, know, you're eating cake in the middle of the night. What are you doing? Yeah, it's not sanitary. <laughs> Bacteria is getting transferred around. It's coronavirus going on. Come he, on. He, he he did have um I think midnight cake at um on Tuesday night. I wonder if people just will be giving him cakes from now on just to make it, you know. <laughs> it's like a, a special appearance by Chris Catan and everyone brings like a a cake. I think he's got to go on Cake Boss Ace of Cake. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Say, I career. was a big brother. Yes. And I ate all the cake. And, and his publicist was like, damn, you were right. Maybe eating the cake was a good idea. Plus, he played Cakey the Cake Monster yes. in, uh, in that movie. So, come on. Uh, he he joins the cast of Nailed It. Come on. I think Food Network's the place to send him. That, that's, you know. Well, look, look, look let's, let's be honest with ourselves here. Right? If we had an option and all we had to do is make a couple of quips and eat cake, that's not a bad paycheck. I'm just, no, just saying. I make thousands of dollars. Yeah. I go sit in the house for 15 days. 
Yeah, I, and sure. Can't. And yeah, not that's a lot of you can buy a lot of cake with that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of cake with that cake. <laughs> with that cake. All yes. right. So um think, oh, there's is there more? more? Is there more? There's more, yes. Um Shana has been talking to Lamar, and Lamar says that if he gains any power, he's gonna put up Misha and Todrick. Yeah, because they're a duo. Yeah, well, yeah, and, of course you would you'd want to target the but two of them. not just because they're a duo. Because Lamar is getting into the the competition of the game, and I think he, he's he's not liking he's not liking this losing like kind of situation that he's in. And athletes, you know, even if they've made millions of dollars, they like money. Yeah, and and uh, you know, like, you're, like if you got that competitive spirit, like we, I haven't seen what what other athletes have played this before. Meta World Peace and, and Ricky Google. Williams. Ricky Williams, yeah, he tried, right? You know, even though he was Mister grumpy but uh curmudgeon but you know he wasn't necessarily yeah. he did try to play it was one you almost won yeah right. did he almost win he came second <laughs> didn't he yeah he came second. <laughs> well he didn't get a vote casted towards him that's true okay. but he won second so he got <laughs> that's, something that's like, yeah. it's did, not did like he won, lost by one vote got but second place too right Runner-up was runner-up. And that was Big D for for everywhere Big D goes from now on, they'll say runner-up, Big Brother. Yes. Big Brother, you can't take that away from him. It's true. Take it away from him. Mariah's theme. Silver medal. Silver medal. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's it. Okay. Mariah was proud of the bronze medal. I'm just saying. I thought she was a silver medal. She's a bronze medalist? I think she's both. Okay. I thought she mentioned like, okay, Dave, not important. Dave. Not important. Whatever Mariah may or may not have won, uh, she won for USA. And we're Canadians, and we cheer for Canada. So uh, go Canada figure skating. I guess. Go uh, Kurt Browning and Elvis Stoiko. Elvis Stoiko. Stoiko. Yeah. She has won. Yeah, only a bronze medal. Yes, yeah. that's right. Um. Anyway, that's Celebrity Big Brother episode <laughs> six reaction. Uh, and also, I guess our week, what are we in? Week two or three here uh, of this show? It's um, week two. Week it's two. It's only week, week two. It, it, I feel like there's been so much game already. Really? I kind of like not like interesting stuff, but like, I don't know, like lots of competitions and this like kind of, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I know these people, you know, pretty well for a second week. Um, and anyway, so we're going to talk in next week for our week three update, which by that point, I guess will be like episode 11 or something. Um, that will be episode 10. Mm-hmm. We'll, be, we'll, we'll be back to talk about episode 10 at that point. Yeah. So, and everything that happened uh, in those, in the four episodes between. So, uh, that's, that's going to be a lot, but, uh, but we're, 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 we're ready to do it here on super Mario brothers podcasting. We can do it. We, um, we got some other shows though guess what here on uh, Super Mario Brothers podcast we talk about all kinds of shows and movies and things that come of interest to us uh, and you can make suggestions I can't promise we'll get to them but you can make suggestions uh, we'll put it on the queue like the Gilligan's Island podcast that will one day happen I promise you it's, I'm, just, I'm not promising it'll be soon but it will happen um, and uh, we're, we're Jeff what did we talk about we talked about Ozark Yep. we talked about the Beatles uh, get back documentary recently. We talked about uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we continue to include the Hawkeye. The Serp. Do, do, check out our Serpent podcast. Oh, that was yeah. the winner. 
That was a winner. That was with Mott. You want to, if you've watched The Serpent, we we have a podcast about it. Uh, you can check that out on our channel in whether it be on YouTube, Facebook, or uh, our different playlists in those in those medias. Go find our stuff. It's good. Good takes on our stuff here on Super Mario Brothers Podcasting. And uh, we also have two other channels that we do a lot of podcasting on. One is called Trivial Debates, a monthly show where we argue about movies, TV, sports. We just had our January edition on February 6th, even though it was it was, it was later. Um, let me share the wrong one first. Uh, and so this was just this past Sunday. I was competing against Chris Seymour and Adam Woodward. And we had Davin Skelwin hosting. This is a show where we argue about movies, TV, sports, uh, going round by round. Different questions are posed. Whoever has the best answer gets the point, And then somebody wins at the end. Uh, so check out our most recent episode. Also coming up on... February 27th will be our second episode here of season five of Trivial Debates. And we got Jeff Mater hosting uh, with, uh, you know, Jamil Robinson, who you've been listening to here on this podcast uh, the whole time. Jeff will show Jamil no favoritism as he goes head to head with Jody Simpson and Max Duda from our network. Okay, I want the gold the suckers. He's coming. Jamil is coming. The cues are coming. I got I to gotta, I gotta write them up. Yeah, you still, mm-hmm. well, you got, you still got like three weeks so a little under so it's but it's coming up uh and we're gonna be talking about that plus live long and podcast our star trek theme channel where you can listen to our takes on monday nights we talk about star trek enterprise going by episode by episode talking about them all analyzing them rating them breaking them down as well on tuesday nights same thing but with star trek deep space nine we've been talking about that show for two years now doing a podcast on every episode just talked about an episode last night from season five called nor the battle to the strong with jake cisco uh season five it's really good stuff here on d space nine check that out and then on thursdays we're often talking about the newest episode that's come out in the star trek franchise uh that's when uh, paramount plus is putting out their new streaming we just uh, talked about star trek prodigy for many weeks um you can check out those if you haven't checked out star trek prodigy i would recommend it it's it's pretty cool um and then uh star trek discovery comes back tomorrow night uh on february 10th for their fourth season b i guess uh the, the second half of their fourth season we're gonna find out what's going on with this dark matter anomaly what's up with book i don't know uh did he go off book i think so uh and we're gonna be talking about that tomorrow night on um on <laughs> live long in podcast along with um uh, Ashley Millard, Michael Chan, and Adam Woodward all joining me for that podcast. And Star Trek Radio Theater is our other property uh, that we do like script reads, table reads, if you will, and then sort of like uh, edit them down with sound effects. We did a uh, season two finale was called Star Trek uh, First Contact, uh, reenacting that movie from 1996. And uh, I was playing Picard, Jamil was playing Crusher, Jeff was playing LaForge, and, and many of our other friends playing others. Was he? Was oh, that I? Was, that was your Beverly Crusher. <laughs> Um, anyway, so uh, season three will be kicking off on uh, next Saturday, February 19th, as we're going to be doing a, a, a read of uh, the Deep Space Nine episode, looking for Parmok in all the wrong places for a, a Valentine's Day episode. Just trying to figure out what the cast is finally going to be, but we'll be on next Saturday night to do that read and then uh, and move on from there. So um, you should also check out Davin Skelhorn's Star Trek podcast called Locutors of Trek. He also has an X-Men, the animated series, rewatch podcast called X-Rated uh, on hiatus this week as he's going through his move out there in Nova Scotia. And uh, my son, Eamon, he's got a podcast called Let's Talk About Fighting Games. You can find that on Spotify. They talk about video games with fighting in them. I guess that's his thing. He goes by his alias, Sam Jerka. And you can check that out over there. Yeah. All right. I think that's it, guys. Um, let's see if I can find a good quote to go out on here. Um, no. Oh, uh, I, I know what we need. 
Um, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll see you guys next time, next in a week's time, to catch up on Celebrity Big Brother three. And uh, until then, hot tub party at my place. Hot tub party at my place. <laughs> That's where we went. Hot tub party. Woohoo! I said hot tub. Woohoo! Hot tub. Hot tub. <laughs> Good night. Oh, thank you.